Pickett can have a big game. Matt Canada can script the sweetest scheme conceivable. George Pickens can have double-digit catches for a hundred-some yards. And it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates, the other two teams in town that I cover. I hope you'll check those out as well. One more practice on this slightly elongated week of preparation for the Browns next Monday. That session's coming up later this morning, beginning at 10.30 a.m. Lots of lingering questions, not just about the performance and the opener, but also about availability. Lots of names, followed by lots of parentheses. None of them, not one, bigger in any way than that of Cam Hayward. They're going against, of all teams, the one that employs Nick Chubb. The week after getting just emasculated, and I do not think that's too strong a term. Go dig it up in your Oxford Dictionary. Emasculated by Christian McCaffrey and the 49ers. They got trampled. They got shoved around. They got fooled. But more than anything, more than anything, what should sting in that locker room is that the 49ers had a billion of their yards after initial contact. That That's just not what a competent AFC North team does, let alone one that's meeting the divisional standard, never mind the internal one. You're supposed to be the tough guys. You're supposed to be the ones who are imposing will. You're supposed to be the ones that the other team is worried about facing, that the other team leaves bruised and beaten physically and mentally. And it all happened in the reverse in week one. Now, I could invest this whole episode on speculating who will replace Cam, except that it doesn't require that. There's a one-word answer to that. Nobody. I brought up that very subject in the locker room this week with Keanu Benton. Keanu Benton, Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's talk about what's coming up Monday, the challenge for you, first of all. Um, just getting out there. Uh, I feel like the challenge is going to be stopping the run. Uh, same for our whole defense. Um, I pride myself in doing so, so I just want to go out there and prove that I can do do so at the next level. What kind of comfort level? Well, comfort level is not a word you want to use around your head coach. <laughs> How do you feel the field center went for you? I feel like it went decent. Um, there were things that I, I definitely left on the plate um, and things that I definitely did well, so it was kind of hot and cold. Um, but just going on the next to this week coming up, um, I hope to improve on the things that I messed up on. Nobody replaces Cam. Nobody's going to ask you to replace Cam. Nah. Okay. It's so, but what's your mindset in that regard, though? I just got to grow up fast and be ready to go. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's it. Just got to be ready to go. Good kid, huh? Great attitude. Uh, great approach well-spoken, enthusiastic, looking forward to Monday 
as opposed to uh, running away from it, to borrow one of those Mike Tomlinisms. And you know what? He should. He should. He showed well all through training camp. He showed that he can both stop the run and penetrate to the quarterback, although he's probably a little bit better at the latter. And he showed some moxie. He showed that AFC North set of teeth that you want to see from the very, very beginning. And you know what? Against the 49ers, dirty little secret here, but he might have shown better than anyone on that D-line. Now, granted, it was in fewer snaps. It was in lesser pressure situations, meaning that he got most of his snaps in the second half when it was really clear there wasn't going to be some big comeback. But he made stuff happen, and he's going to have to do that now, just like that. As you heard him tell me there, he's going to have to grow up in a hurry. And of course, again, he can't be alone. You've got to have a bunch of players going in and out on that D-line, making a difference, staying fresh, getting the job done, trusting each other. Oh, and by the way, also communicating with all concerned and look i'm not here to pollyanna anything for you this is a large large challenge for this defensive facet alone there's enough of a challenge i'd say for the steelers defense in just shutting down you know deshaun watson david and joku always does damage donovan peoples jones Cleveland doesn't have a great overall offense, but it's got enough that it can keep you honest if you try to overload on Chubb. But the more prominent problem, and the reason that Tomlin has everyone mentioning Nick Chubb at every single reference around the facility all week, is that even when the Steelers have attempted to just lay everybody at the line, and stop Chubb, they haven't done it because he's that great. So I'll take all of that knowledge, all of that awareness, all of that precedent, roll it up in a big ball and say that if Benton in particular, but the D-line in general, can't either come up with what's needed or can't get healthy enough, and that's referencing obviously Larry Ogunjobi, the other stuff we're going to talk about will matter. It just won't. When we come back, J1Q. Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in Western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise, they keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive, and they've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. LGKG.
Today's J1Q comes from Ryan, who says, DK, after hearing your explanation of what the 49ers did offensively and just imposing their will on the Steelers and doing whatever it is that they wanted, it reminds me that we never see the Steelers do this with their offense. And that's even going back to the final year of Big Ben. Why do the Steelers make offense look so hard? All those first drive three and outs, the complete lack of splash to the running game, throwing behind the sticks constantly. They just make it look so hard. Is it a consequence of having a defensive-minded head coach or an outdated team-building philosophy? Ryan, in the moment, in the moment, you are 100% correct. And you can collect everything. Going back to Ben Roethlisberger's final year, everything that the team went through uh, in having multiple quarterbacks last year trying to replace Ben, Kenny Pickett trying to break through the offensive line being pretty bad for the better part of that span. And then you can lump in this loss to San Francisco with that. You can do that now. But I Honestly, I just, I I don't care if I end up sounding dumb over this, all right? But I don't expect that to stand. I don't expect that to hold up. I do expect that a lot of what you saw in the preseason and a lot of what, you know, those of us who are around the team on a regular basis saw all summer long is going to manifest itself into something real. There's just too much there. Losing Deontay Johnson hurts. Having Pat Fryermuth limited in any capacity will hurt. Forcing a rookie left tackle to make his NFL debut at right tackle, as Broderick Jones might have to do, against the Browns if Chooksakorafor doesn't emerge from the concussion protocol. That's not going to help. But the offense has the pieces, and it does have a design to it, meaning from a roster standpoint. Andy Weidel's vision, shared by Omar Khan, shared by Mike Tomlin, of putting together a big, tough group That'll knock you backward. That'll make you pay with the running game. That'll set the stage for the pass. That'll send out multiple big tight ends. All of that's still here. All of that's still in play. And all of it's available to change the script that, again, I'm going to emphasize this, you correctly connected to the past. For now. For now. Let's see how it goes. I appreciate the question. I appreciate the sentiment behind the question. I really do. I'm not going to lie, Ryan. I I thought the same thing watching that game. I thought the same thing. This looks no different than what we've been watching for three years. How did this come back just like that? But it, it also can progress. It also can advance. Let's hook up again Monday, guys. That'll be game day, of course. Have a terrific weekend. Enjoy watching a bunch of games on Sunday that don't mean anything to you. It's relaxing. It's fun. It's not at all what you're going to experience on Monday night. (laughs) 